This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. I think it's at a point right now where people are uh, starting to recognize that it's an issue. Uh, They're looking at the occurrence of it. I think manufacturers of various technologies will be testing their products against these compounds to offer a robust solution against these contaminants that uh, have negative health effects. That's Andrew Fenwick of Fenwick Consulting talking about PFCs and how the water treatment industry is responding to these emerging contaminants. And welcome to another episode of WQA Radio, news and insights about residential, commercial, and industrial water treatment. You can find us at wqa.org, and of course on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. And this is podcast number 83. If you are a first-time listener, we are glad you are here. And if you've joined us before... Welcome back. We'll talk with Andrew about PFCs and other issues he's addressing for clients and why he's registered for and looking forward to the WQA Mid-Year Leadership Conference coming up September 12th through the 14th in Hilton Head, South Carolina. Find out more at go.wqa.org M-Y-L-C. And later, I'll have this week's WQA tip. Now, On to my conversation with Andrew Fenwick on WQA Radio. Andrew, welcome to WQA Radio. Great to have you on the program. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, why don't you tell us about your background, because I know it's kind of interesting. You've been in the water business for a while, and you've been with WQA in some form or fashion for several years now. So we'd love to hear a little bit about your background. That sounds uh, that sounds good, and that's absolutely correct. Um, I started in the industry a little less than a decade ago. Uh, I was the vice president of technical services at Multipure International uh, Carbon Block Technology, which, you, which some of the listeners may know as CB Tech. Um, in that role, I was the primary technical expert resource for uh, suppliers and customers, uh, managed the laboratories there, etc. And earlier this year, I founded my own consulting company, um, and I'm touting expertise in water filtration and treatment, particularly point-of-use drinking water filters. So your experiences with WQA go back several years now, at least back to 2010, you were telling me. So talk about that and how that's evolved over time. Absolutely, and it's been a a great relationship. I've been highly active in the industry uh, since I started at Multipure CB Tech in 2010 um, in in a few fashions. Uh, I've sat on a number of committee uh, committees and task forces uh, as member, as a member, as an observer, and as a chair and vice chair of, of several committees as well. So my participation has been pretty active and um, kind of fortuitously for me and, and quite flattering to be honest, uh, the year before this past year in 2017, uh, I was recognized with the Next Gen Award from WQA. I was going to mention that, that that it was a great uh, opportunity for you and for, frankly, for WQA to recognize some of the young and up-and-coming professionals who are 
starting to make their mark in the industry and in the uh, in the business. Yeah, thank you. It was very flattering, and and I'm glad the definition, uh, as kind of a funny thing here, is what it was because as a 40 year old, the award was for 40 and under, not under 40. So I just squeaked by in 2017, right. uh, and now I'm a wily vet. Andrew Fenwick with Fenwick Consulting, our guest. We're talking about his role in the water treatment industry and uh, WQA as well. And so uh, when you're out there on the road these days, and I imagine you're doing a fair amount of traveling, what are you seeing in terms of those needs that you spoke of when it comes to the expertise you can deliver? The subject of of PFCs, PFAs, whatever you want to call them, uh, essentially perfluoro uh, compounds or perfluoroalkyl compounds. Um, and the reason I say that they're more interesting is I think they're more ubiquitous. Uh, they're not everywhere, but it's, um, it's I think, a lot more common. Um, and the health effects can be more severe. So uh, I think people in the industry, especially people you know directly related to it, more so than perhaps some of the manufacturers that are exploring their options firsthand, it's becoming a very real issue for them because the people that are in the know Right, they know that this is starting to affect uh, affect people's health, um, but there isn't a protocol. I'm sorry, there is a protocol, um, and then, uh, but there isn't a standard for it. There are people um, that want to know more about these compounds. Um, and uh, and I think the the industry can help them out. I'm glad you brought that up because we'll be talking a, a great deal about that at the upcoming Mid-Year Leadership Conference, which is going to be taking place September 12th through the 14th in Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. And I imagine you will be there. I will absolutely be there. Um, And and I can speak a bit more about the convention as as well. for me, I've been attending as many, um, you know, product certification forums as well as mid-year leadership conferences as possible over the years. Um, and there's a handful of good reasons to, you know, to attend. Uh, from a very technical point of view, it's the latest and greatest as it relates to the industry affairs. So I just was talking about emerging uh, emerging compounds, and this is where industry leaders get together to talk exactly about those types of topics, uh, strategies, occurrence, uh, standards, protocols, product technologies, and, and what I like about it, you know, the expo and, and convention is a you know is a wonderful event as well, but that's highly commercial. This seems to be um, much more intimate. And it's at a leadership level, which allows for great strategy discussions. So it's a really nice event, much more intimate and uh, really good for leaders. So for someone like me in a consulting role, being able to speak with the decision makers uh, is is very important. Right. Yeah. And uh, come equipped with your uh, business cards and, uh, you know, the uh, networking uh, your networking cap, I guess, uh, firmly planted on because it's a great opportunity to, Absolutely. to connect. I have about 500 business cards fresh off the press, so I will be there with them. <laughs> well, let's go back to PFCs for just a second. Sure. What, what are you advising uh, when it comes to that issue? How, are, how do you size up the problem? I mean, we had yeah. the big PFC summit in Washington in May. Yeah. We know that there's more to come. 
yeah. from a federal level, and we know that individual states are looking at it. So give give me your take on that. And I think you summed it up very nicely there. I think it's at a point right now where people are uh, starting to recognize that it's an issue. Uh, they're looking at the occurrence of it. I think manufacturers of various technologies will be testing their products against these compounds to offer a robust solution against these contaminants that uh, have negative health effects. And, and so kind of back to the conference where there's uh, leaders uh, for companies that manufacture a broad spectrum of technologies. This is a good opportunity for them to get products into the market uh, that will help uh, you know, benefit the health of the, of the marketplace. Right. It's another opportunity for the industry to do something exactly. to, to serve the public. Exactly. And as always, you know, WQA has been a leader in this regard. As I mentioned, serving on committees uh, like the Water Sciences Committee and, and numerous task forces, uh, WQA does a very nice job servicing the industry in that fashion. They want to get out ahead. I actually just over lunch today had a discussion about PFCs, and the conversation was, why does it seem that people aren't as interested as maybe they should be? And I said, it, it kind of depends on, on who you're talking about. I think the industry is starting to develop a really nice grasp around it. Um, but in terms of the delay in communication to the marketplace, there are a lot of people that just don't know that it's a concern yet. So, uh, you know, I think contaminants will pop up periodically. There may be a news report on, let's say, a tanker truck spill, but that goes away. Uh, y- y- there might be, a, you know, a, some runoff from a mine and that gets addressed and goes away. And so they may lump issues like this in with those things that pop their head and then go away. But in this case, this is something I think longer term and more prevalent than that. And so, um, you know, the industry getting together to make sure that we have a firm understanding and then communicating that to the market who can benefit from the knowledge that we all have is, I think, uh, you know, I think a a high priority. All right, Andrew, appreciate it. Appreciate your time uh, as well, your involvement in uh, the water industry and at WQA. Thank you very much. It was great being here. And of course, there is still time to register for the Mid-Year Leadership Conference. Visit go.wqa.org mylc for more information and to sign up. We hope to see you there. Now, this week's WQA tip. WQA is offering several education and professional certification exam opportunities at upcoming state and regional WQA events this fall. Eastern WQA, there will be MEP instruction offered on Friday, September 21st, as well as a professional certification exam taking place that afternoon. Again, that's Friday, September 21st at EWQA. The Tri-State Culligan Dealers Association, the professional certification exam will be offered from 8 to 11, September 19th. The Pacific Water Quality Association, we will have MEP instruction offered Wednesday, October 10th, and the certification exam offered on Friday, October 12th, and the Minnesota WQA certification exam being offered on October 25th. If you have more questions, please contact education at wqa.org or you can call 630-505-0160. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, news and insights about residential, commercial, and industrial water treatment. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just search for WQA Radio, then hit subscribe. Each new podcast will appear in your podcast catcher or podcast player automatically each week. That's the magic 
of podcasting. And be sure to rate and review the podcast as well. Learn more about water at wqa.org and learn more about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at wqa.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio.